0: following
1: is a very important message. The following is a very important message, yeah.
2: Hi there.
0: So good of you to join us in Season 4. As you recall, we last left our dashing degenerates, just barely escaping the clutches of the CIA. Officially kickstarting the world tour with a bang. With the happy hosts and the happy robot side by side. There's no telling what crazy international adventures lie ahead. I hope you brought an extra change of polka pants.
1: (laughs) Ha ha ha. A stranger
2: has come. Leave. Leave before it is too late. Now, say my name. Sergeant Mahoney. You're goddamn right. Human blood keeps them alive forever. Well, I know there's a couple of gorillas around here and one of the killer. Stay in your homes, I repeat. Stay in your homes. Your personal safety, the safety of the entire city, depends upon your full cooperation with the military authorities.
0: daylight, Ares. I didn't know you were able to tunnel. You're like Bugs Bunny.
3: What up, Diggity Doc? Aries! where the hell are we? According to the GPS app on your phone that you could easily check for yourself, we are in Vasterbotten, Sweden. Woohoo! Big summer blowout.
0: How convenient. You know I have some fans in Sweden. Here, they might be able to provide some cover for us while we're on the run. Who's
3: running? I don't have legs. And you, well... Don't
0: start with me.
3: Fat.
0: Oh, welcome back to the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show. We are on the road. Well, not really a road. <laughs> but it appears we are going on world tour. More
3: like being chased around the globe by the CIA.
0: Tomato to shut the hell up, Iris. They don't need to know all the details. Jerk. Well, while we're here in Sweden, might as well have some locals tell some scary stories. I'm sure they've got plenty. Starting with this first Swedish story of the night. The Silver Python, or Silver Arrow, is the nickname of the Stockholm metro train that features in several urban legends, alleging sightings of the train's ghost (laughs) Here's one account of those sightings now, in the form of the story called The Last
1: Train.
4: A pen to the eye? Nah, too violent for my taste. A subtle push into oncoming traffic? Might not work, and even if it did, the cameras would get me. I could Photoshop and ghost post his photo along with lewd invitations to a gay website. Leak his personal phone number to boot? Download child porn to his computer and then report him? Yeah, sure. Except I'm not very good at Photoshop or hacking. (sighs) But I can't give up. I desperately need to ruin his life, make it unlivable and miserable, just like he did to me. I just don't wanna get caught in the process. I deserve to live on happily to joyfully celebrate the anniversary of his downfall every year amidst all the other happy milestones I'll be sure to reach. I just need to think of the right revenge. Then I can move on. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I hope nobody saw that. The girl with the heavy black eyeshadow is still buried in her loud headphone music with her eyes closed. She's probably asleep herself. The man with the smog of cigarette smoke and unwashed body odor hovering about him isn't looking at me. The little old lady with her shopping trolley gazing at the video playing out loud on her smartphone. I admit, I'm slightly envious of it, it looks newer than mine. <sighs> Wait a minute, what have I just seen? The blackness of the tunnel is back, but the rough, cave-like walls look hostile now, causing the hairs at the back of my neck to stand up. It was probably an advertisement, but they're all over the place in China. Kayla said so, didn't she? Sure, that must have been what it was. They must have just come to Stockholm. Those ads that run along the walls of the train tunnel with their animation timed just right so their messages seep into the doughy, impressionable minds of bored passengers forced to put up with the long commutes. I must have just missed the first part of the ad. That's why it looks so shocking. Probably an insurance ad, or something about disaster prevention, or some propaganda about welcoming refugees from war-torn countries. There. That makes more sense. It's too warm in here. Staring at me. Those purple colored contacts stand out like a sore thumb. Now he's walking this way. Please don't. Just pass me by, can't you? Just. Excuse me.
1: Don't mind if I sit here, do you?
4: The hell? There are so many other empty seats. Oh well, the next stop is coming up soon anyway
1: don't forget these can't let those beautiful hands
4: freeze my gloves tack he must be a pervert it's unnatural violet gaze sweeping over me slowly up and down like you were trying to memorize every angle and slope of my body I'm just gonna go to bed and try to forget about the day I'm back on the train. There's that fleeting image of the suffering people again, but this time it's longer. It's as if both trains have slowed down so their speeds match and I can see inside the car running alongside me. Yippus, Yippus. It's as if she's pressed against my window and there are no seats on that train. She's smacking the glass on my window with the palm of her hand frantically behind her, there are shadowy figures swaying rhythmically with the turning of the train wheels. I mouth, what's wrong, trying to remain polite on the train. Now she's spilling into a flurry of speech, but too fast for me to make out. She's been cut off suddenly as her forehead slams into the window, her eyes bulging, her hands fluttering like butterflies grasping at the band around her neck. She's flipped over now. Something has thrown her over its shoulder, and now it's stooping down to look through the window at me. It's hard to see, but I can see the outline of tall, pointed ears, a snout, and two fiery lavender eyes.
1: Don't forget your gloves.
4: And then the car is gone. Dissolved into a silver
2: Yeah!
0: Uh, to play <laughs> Ares, I think we need to take a right here. This road should lead to young shopping.
3: Hey, isn't that your goofy friend we left for dead dangling from a tree last season? Hey, <laughs> Wes! Ah!
0: Wes, you're alive! Yippee. Uh, yeah, why wouldn't I be? But, but, but you were... I thought... we We, we didn't... Oh, n- never mind. Good to see you. What are you doing all the way out here in Sweden? I'm here to check out the
5: Norse Lake Music Festival in Nessa, June 28th and 29th.
0: Uh, that's not for, like, three weeks,
3: though. Yep. Wow, your stupidity levels were made for each other. I really am in hell.
0: Nah, that's in Norway. Well, we have a contact to meet up with in Jonshopping. Can you help us figure out a way to get there? Sure thing, buddy. Hop in my rickshaw.
3: Breh, where's the motor?
0: I'm the motor, silly. Wait a minute. You're telling me you plan on running from Vesterbotten County to Yonchaping? That's the plan.
3: Dude, that's like an eight-day trip.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Well, okay, let's go.
3: You know, your Swedish pronunciations are abhorrent.
0: You know, your face is abhorrent.
5: You're such a bad loser, Adam. It's not my fault. How come? You're much better at the game than me. All I see are trees, trees, trees. Ah! I lost connection.
3: (laughs) Of course, we're in the middle of nowhere. Did you think there was going to be connection here?
5: (laughs) Isla and Adam played their fucking game. Not anymore. No signal that small red cabin with the white corners? Cute! Ugh!
2: I sure hope you have everything you need. There's really no connection up here. Yeah, me too. Alright, I'll be going now. Have fun. One,
5: two, three, four, five... <sighs> One, two, three, four... Wait. Who packed these milk packets? <laughs> I guess I'll put it in the fridge. Ah! Who slapped my waist? <laughs> I oh, did. you. <laughs> you packed the milk? Yup. There's one missing. Well, I guess you get less milk then. <laughs> ah! You little <laughs> bastard!
0: Oh, Could you two please go do whatever it is you're doing somewhere else other than my bed?
5: Alright, I'll make some food. I'll help you. (sighs)
0: 2.36 a.m.
5: And I can't sleep. Maybe a glass of water would be nice. What's that outside? That weak, white light in the forest? What is that haunting, beautiful sound? I have to find it. Oh, how far have I gone? I walked right into a stream. There's the light right above the pond. What's in the middle of the pond? A man-like creature playing an ancient-looking violin. It has black hair and eyes and old clothes but the rest of it is translucent. I feel, I want to join him. I want to join the beautiful music.
3: Isla, Isla, where are you? Don't get in the water, Isla. All those years when my grandfather saved me from that pond. Oh, I should
2: have told the others about it. Why didn't I? Isla, I see you under the water. I'll save you. You're not breathing. I have to get us back to the cabin.
5: <coughs> what? What was that?
0: That was the knackin'. The what? 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 The
3: knackin. The what? The knackin. What? My bad. I forgot to check the specs on the rotary girder thingy.
0: Oh, here he is. I was just getting into it. Working on my beatboxing skills. Stop it. Well, that's fine. We can move along. Because anyway, ladies and germaphobes, it is time once again for the creepy
1: pasta (laughs) corner.
0: Hey! This book was found in a mental hospital in Sweden right after a patient, Alice Loinberg was found dead Deed. with her psychiatrist in the same room. People who read the story might face the same fate after they uncover the truth. It is not recommended to read this for fun. This text is a valuable clue. If you can follow it, this is...
1: The Story of a Girl
0: Named Alice. All she wanted was a normal life, but it wasn't possible. She knew that well. She could never be like everyone else who... Bothered her. Why wasn't she allowed to go outside? All because it had chosen her. The being. The monster. The beast. <laughs> the merhadar. What was the merhadar? asked Alice's psychiatrist. He was taking care of her while she was held in the mental hospital. Alice didn't answer. She looked up, then down, then right, but not left. Alice, the psychiatrist asked, concerned.
1: He wants us to play with him,
0: Alice said, and raised his left hand and wiggled it in the air, as if something was holding it. Who is he?
1: He's here.
0: I believe you, but who is he? Why does he want to play with us?
1: He's lonely. He can't make friends.
0: So, he's kind of like you.
1: Zing! (laughs) No. I have friends. Oh, really? Who are they? There's Mike, Jack, Jake, Belle, Simon, you, and Howard.
0: The psychiatrist stopped asking questions for a moment. Those people. They were all his friends. How did Alice know them? What kind of person is Mike? Asked the psychiatrist.
1: He's silly. He likes to hang around. What does that mean?
0: There was a bit of curiosity in the psychiatrist's voice.
1: He's always hanging in the forest. No one has seen him in a long time.
0: While she said that, the psychiatrist remembered he hadn't seen his friend Mike in a few months.
1: Really? What does he do there?
0: The psychiatrist continued. He
1: just hangs around. Why do you ask so many questions?
0: To help you, was the quick answer.
1: You can't help me. He's going to play with you for a long time, and I will be free after we're done.
0: Well, we'll see that after we're done with these sessions, won't we? The psychiatrist asked and smiled warmly. Anyway, what's Jack like? He continued quickly.
1: He played with Marhada. Marhada told him to let Mike hang around the forest. The forest with the most beautiful trees.
0: It was clear what the hanging around meant. But something as bizarre like that obviously couldn't be true. What about me? What do you think about me? You will play. Oh, what game will I play? You will play until he's tired of you. You mean, Murhada? The girl's arms suddenly slammed on the table between her and the psychiatrist. First it seemed like nothing, but then the psychiatrist noticed that Alice's hands were bleeding. Oh, uh, you wait here. I'll go get some bandages. The psychiatrist stood up from his chair and walked to the door. As he opened the door, something pulled him back. He was lifted in the air.
1: You were playing,
0: said Alice, and took the pencil that was on the table. She wrote on the table
1: When the Southern Palace falls, the old figure rises. Picking up the innocent and letting them return to the ground.
0: Uh, Alice, the psychiatrist said, when suddenly he felt a burning flame in his feet. Then his legs, then his waist, then his arms and chest. And finally, he burned to ashes, only to be reborn in a new form. A form of a small puppet. The puppet was laying on the ground, and the last thing it saw was an old man! Baby! Laughing in front of him. The story ends there. No one knows what happened, even if the story was true. Why did Alice die too? If you look at the cover of the book, it has an icy castle. On top of the castle, a man stands. His looks are supernatural. He has a gray suit. Face covered with bandages and forearms, which seem to reach everywhere. Yes, even there. He seems to smile even though his face can't be seen. He smiles. His legs are shorter than normal and he doesn't wear pants. Yet he has no sex organs, only a scar between his legs. There's one last word in the last page of the small book. If you read it, He'll come after you if you wish to uncover the secrets you need the word, but it might be dangerous Here's the word Evening (laughs) It's important you will now play The end
3: and gentlemen, musical guest, Sonic.
1: Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, what, what? Aries, what are you doing?
3: Introducing the musical guest, Euclid.
0: Musical guest? Eris. this is an old-time horror radio show. We take crappy horror stories from the web and read them as if they are an old-timey radio drama. We do not need a musical guest.
3: <laughs> Your ratings say otherwise. My ratings are fine. Sure they are
0: i admit they could use a little help, but a musical guest, really?
3: Look, it's what all the cool shows are doing. Get with the times.
0: Oh, I suppose. I mean, if you already have them lined up and ready to
3: play. Let's get on with the show, then. Ladies and gentlemen, musical guest, Sinex. <laughs>
2: Feel my mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Do it again. <laughs> hey, Aries, Did you learn anything new on this little
3: excursion? Hey, Spanky. I just heard some CIA chatter over my CB radio. They know we's in Sweden, yo. That's a thing I learned.
0: They know we's in Sweden? <laughs> oh, we need to get the hell out of Sweden. Wait a minute. Did you say CB radio? Is this Smokey and the Bandit?
3: I'll smoke your bandit. No, thanks. Hum, are lost. I highly doubt that. Whatever, Brandon. Ares! Why
0: do you keep calling me by that name? Isn't that your name? No. Where did you get that? The first season show logo. Well, that's irrelevant now. That's not my name.
3: Then what is it?
0: My name is Dr. Boris Talbot Orlock. But you may always refer to me as the happy host.
3: Wait. BTO? Like Let
0: It Ride? Yes, yeah, serious, like Let It Ride. My parents were big fans of Bachman Turner Overdrive. But, nevertheless, that is my name. Nerd. The Last Train by Aria Wiseman. And read by Dodie Axelson. <laughs> Check her out on the Weird About Sweden podcast. <laughs> you get a kick. <laughs> Out of that one. Knackin by Silly Names Are Great. Read by Ariel Hansen and Topher Grant from Bad Cookie Pictures. Personal opinion: there is no such thing as a bad cookie. And the Murata story, It Never Ends, by Mage White Light. And introducing our first musical segment ever. A neat little old band from Sweden named Sanex. Go check out their latest single on Spotify. Ulanarar. Christmas is here. No it's not, it's June. But that's what the- Aries! i <laughs> busy, I don't have time for your shenanigans. Jerk. Hey Charlie, do you like wearing shirts? Why don't you wear a shirt representing the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show? <laughs> Go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Happy Horror merch. They got shirts, they got socks, they got leggings, they have hoodies, they have all this and more. <laughs> That's actually all they got. <laughs> but they're reasonably priced, and every penny that you pay to them that doesn't get pocketed by Teespring goes directly to the Tuberous Sclerosis Alliance. I say it every episode. I'm not lying. (laughs) Go to tsalliance.org. It's T as in tuberous, S as in sclerosis. Alliance.org. Go look at their site. Look at all the good that they do. Look what you'd be benefiting if you bought a shirt and donated and got a cool shirt. Come talk to me on Facebook. Come talk to me on Twitter. Come talk to me on Instagram. Whatever the hell you want to do. Everything is at real. Happy Horror or Happy Horror Coffee Break. If you're not into the social networking, but still have a computer, contact me at Break at gmail.com. You send me an email, I'll answer it. Or if you're just some narcissistic twat, that likes to hear their own voice. Like me, call the hotline. Leave a message, I'll play it on the show. That's 918-928-5236. Spells out 918- What? Lado. Iris, got any messages? You bet your sweet bibby. Give it a play.
2: Recorded calls. In fact, I would always just hang up, but on that day I didn't. And you know what? Now I work it, a very yeah, simple it's business plan they're from, from to, the things that I learned on the call some and went to different shops that has literally put they're over they're $300, off. over $300,000 into my bank account my very it's first year. Now I didn't think it, I'm it was trying. possible, He's but no one is all verifiable. Now my mentor has taught me and others very simple system and they are looking for.
3: What?
0: You just blew up my cellular telephone. Yep. Well, without a GPS, we are back on the road. Once again. The man, baby, is on our tail and we need to skedaddle. Aries, get your motor running. Don't. We gotta head out on the highway. Please. We'll look for adventure in the next episode. Until then, you dolphin-shaming doggies. Enjoy your Compromitirande coffee break.
1: Ducky Grandma!
2: Channel 4 and a half!